Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Bobcast. With you, as always, is Bob, live in the lounge, staring at the Ouija board. Episode 188. Yeah, we made it that far, ladies and gentlemen. Today was really warm outside. I had a really good, like, summertime vibe going to it, you know? I'm listening to some music, rolling the window down, wearing a short sleeve shirt, and I'm listening to this track by this band called Ear Me Now. Do you hear me, what I'm saying? I'm very excited tonight to have Joe. And Mike Schaller here from the band, the bass player, the lead vocalist, guitar player. Welcome, gentlemen. First off, the track is Hot Fire. Thank you. Thanks. You know, it made me feel really happy. You know what? Come in just a little bit closer, everybody. Right. There you go. Yeah, that's good. Get to know me. How's everybody today? Good. Yeah. Enjoying the weather as well. You guys on uh, spring break? Yeah. You're on spring break, right? Yeah, you are. Yep. I don't know that. So, yeah. um... This is the first time that you've been on my show, and I've known you for the better part maybe of 20 years, 25 years, right? Yeah. It, more than that, actually. High school, I have footage of you somewhere playing uh, rhythm guitar for Sweet Dreams yes. by Marilyn Manson. <laughs> That's right. At the uh, Plymouth White Marsh High School uh, talent show. <laughs> I was really affected by it. it. It got stuck into my psychosis of like things. <laughs> I was like, man, way. he's killing it. It was Justin Cohen, too, right, on drums? It was Justin Cohen. It was, Rest uh, in peace, Justin Cohen. That's yeah. like the third time he's uh, come up here. Rest in peace. In 108, yeah, he yeah, passed away, sure sadly, really. early in life. But who yeah. was all in that band? It was uh, Sean McGinley mm. and his sister. What uh, was the name of that? Oh, uh, boy. That's a great question. I can't <laughs> remember either. I remember there was like Dole... I yeah. think that you guys just want you. You look like you were having such a good time. You didn't even need a band name at the point. You know what I mean? You're just like, let's just do it. You know what I mean? Let's let yeah, it rip. I don't think it was a band. I think we put it together for that. And you did two songs, if I'm not mistaken, or was it just Sweet Dreams? I remember that one, and then I remember after that doing like shows at the what's the um, place in Norristown where the like, oh yeah the hall, um like CBG or GBG. TK TK Club. <laughs> what's that place called? I know no, you're know Mount, Mount, Mount Carmel Club. Yeah. yeah. I remember playing. The, there the should show be like a movie about yeah. a club like that and like all the like the punk rock shows that go down, you know what yeah. I mean? Like and all the strange things. You oh know? man. So I guess that was like nineteen ninety seven, I'm gonna say. Yeah, that sounds about right. Joe, what were you doing in nineteen ninety seven? What was I, a sophomore in high school, I think? Is that what you were a junior, Mike? I was a sophomore. Alright, then I was a freshman. Trying to find my own way out there in this crazy world. So what were you listening to? Were you listening to Marilyn Manson? Uh, no, definitely not. <laughs> no. That's when I first started actually listening to reggae music. Uh, that's a great... You know what? You yeah. might want to get into this podcast game, because that was a great segue. <laughs> yeah, no, good segue. Right? <laughs> so wait, what was your... Like, was it Bob, or was yeah, it something else? my sister bought me for eighth grade graduation the Songs of Freedom box set. Oh, Bob. wow, yeah. I remember. So I had that on I repeat. lost that in the midst of Disco Round and all the madness yeah, that was like Spotify, CDs. So you, you yeah, I should listen to it. Again. <laughs> I, 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 have you heard uh, Ambient Translations in dub? No. Like the Bob Marley, like, compilation, like, uh, nah. Sleepy Time music? Uh-uh. Highly recommended out there for the Bobcast listeners, you know? Right. Um, reggae music, for me, uh, I guess the part that I liked the most about it was it was the first time that there was a icon that also had my first name. And I always hated my name uh, growing yeah. up, to be honest. I've said this before on the show. Like, Bob, so boring, you know? It's just That's three letters, spells Joe. the same thing back. Mike, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, yeah but, but I mean, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, I mean, you, your last name, though, is Yaj. What backwards, it? I guess. Joe Backwards, how would you say it? Oh, Yoj. I like that, dude. Yeah, okay. My next band name. Your name backwards? Ekim. Yeah. 
How about that? Or Ecom. Ecom. What do you think about that, boys? We also have your sons here tonight. Very excited to have them here in the lounge. Fellas, how's uh, (laughs) technology doing out there? Good? All right, sweet. You playing NBA 2K? Mm -hmm. What team do you play with? true diehard fan right there six you guys been to a game yeah we went to three this year oh wow that must be fun yeah i promised them four so we're hoping to make it to a playoff game yeah hope that they, they play well yeah you know? Le- levi refused uh i offered tickets for game uh five mm-hmm. in philly which could be the closeout game but yeah. he said he'd rather wait for the next series uh, okay that's smart so how about you know? levi i don't know all right you know, these guys are playing games right now in their hands, but, I mean, for us, it was NBA Jam. Yeah, right. And all the quarters that were up there, you yeah. know? And, like, th- like when you wanted to play next, you had to put your quarter up there to be like, yep. Yep, yep. Yeah, on the and there's no way to identify whose quarter's who. <laughs> yeah, you just have point. to remember because, you know. That's like billiards. Exactly, cool. man. Billiards. Yeah, what, what is that rule of play where it's just, like, trust? Yeah, that, trust who put what, it what is that? What's that called? The... Uh, See, this is usually we have somebody looking up on the show. Yeah. They say it in craps, I think. I beat uh, NBA Jam in the arcade. Tell me about that. I uh, probably spent about $300 or $400 of my mother's money. That's another thing I was doing <laughs> around 1997. Wow. Maybe more like 95. <laughs> Who cares? 97, 95, yeah. it's the same thing, you know? Yeah, I beat it in an arcade. I beat it. Yeah, that was a very exciting day for myself as a young lad. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing quite like that, man, when you get uh, into a video game. But, I mean, like, I don't know how I feel. Oh, special guest. Oh, hey. The, the master of the house himself. Yeah, master of ceremonies. Ceremonies is Mickey Karpowitz. Yeah, He's here. What's up, man? What's up, dude? Joe. We have Ear Me Now in the studio tonight. Do I get one, or am I just... Uh, <laughs> no, you're like, how you doing, man? How was your workout? Go get a chair. Get a chair? Get a chair. Where am I going to get a chair? I'll Where's back. the black leather chair that I have? You know? Where's the one I brought down here? I don't know, man. I think See, this is true podcasting right here. We'll make you feel like you're actually here, you know? Yeah, totally. <laughs> Look at that. Coming through right here with the chair. Yo, put yourself like right next to Shaller so that way it's good. You know what I mean? That's the best optimal range. So, yeah, we're talking about NBA Jam and like when you beat it. So, what happened, Joe? Uh, I spent about three to $400. I would thank my mother. So, wait. How many? You... you you took three hundred to four hundred dollars from Probably. your mother. Every game was two dollars. You had to beat all thirty teams. Oh man! Uh, so Talk about NBA Jam. He's heating up. Yeah, he's heating up. He's yeah. on fire. He's on fire. Talk about that like adrenaline rush, just yeah. getting that yeah. dopamine shot to the head that yeah. your player was about to dunk for the first time. You all know, right. and then remember like the guys like I got the skin, man. Make your head big. Oh yeah. And we were really excited by that. Game? Yeah, you know. That's what we started talking about. That looks like real life. <laughs> Let me see that. That, that does, look, look, like that does look like real life. Okay, he's playing NBA 2K. 18. 18. On his Switch. Dude, that looks so real. Dude, you guys hear about, um, I think Sony's releasing PlayStation 5 in 2020, and it's huh. got the 8K optimal range. No. Yeah, so it's got that, and it's got like the capability for the first time to play your old games on the new system. Uh, well, what do you think about that? The old switcheroo, you know what I mean? I had them watching YouTube videos of, NBA Jam, just so that they. Could oh, that's know great! So they have an idea what it was all about. It was great. I was, yeah. I loved that game. There was like no skill involved in that game. I there that was, a, I would argue that my three point skill, I could. <laughs> it was like this motion, <laughs> yeah. let go. You know what I mean? Like, like to shot. get to the get <laughs> to the bottom of the baseline, the corner pocket. Yeah. You know, right in the screen, and then just release, mm. and then get that <laughs> three point bucket. 
to go up in the lead. You know what I mean? I think it was like rigged sometimes too. Oh, without a doubt, they would always dude. come back. Yeah, dude, yeah, Mortal Kombat. Like... Talk about Mortal Kombat and the rigging of that game. Oh, we Who watched put that a bunch out? of YouTube Konami? videos of Mortal Kombat. Midway. Too. God, dude. I mean, like that's another money maker where it just captivated them, similar to like Fortnite. You know, we were. Yeah. And it's yeah. a shame though, too, because it's like. I know the arcade at least got you out the house, and also I guess you had to buy other stuff at the mall. So consumerism still wins anyway, ladies and gentlemen. We're here in the lounge. Everything <laughs> we knew is gone. <laughs> it's good. It's Nothing good. is remaining. Eh, there's a little bit. <laughs> yeah, oh, morbid. Huh? Dude, Hawk yeah, used to have NBA good. Jam uh, set up, like in LA, you know, yeah. in his yeah. I Remember mean, Mark Termal though, the code you put in the codes. What, the, what was the code? You get like the MJT for his initials. Oh really? And I forget. Oh, you get like random dudes. You get like the creators. Yeah. Yeah, No way. Oh, now I do remember that. Yeah. What was the other code? Is there another one? It was like blow up. Like big heads, like presidents' heads. Something like that. Like big beard over here. (laughs) He's always had a big beard, dude. We can't see that here in the lounge, but we can we can define (laughs) that beard as wholesome, bounty party, bounty. Bounty. Yeah. You should be the new bounty man, dude. <laughs> You'd be good. Like something spills, we've oh, got it. Clean it enough. Some, like paper towels, you know. Yeah. Does the bounty guy just even shower. have a beard? Dude? Oh, that'd towel. be good commercial showers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, some uh, iced coffee with his beard. <laughs> you know. Um. Yeah, interesting week. You know, we had a. Uh, you know, strange thing that happened uh, early in the week. When you know, my coworker comes in, she's like, "Turn the news on now," and I'm thinking the worst. And then next thing you know, the cathedral's burning down. Oh, God. You know? I was wondering where you're going with that. And, well, I, I want to bring it up not for that. I want to bring it up for the fact that there's people angry about the rich people of the world donating money towards this to be like, okay, you want to rebuild it? Here's $3 million, Here's $5 million. And the rich people want to build this up, but yet they don't want to solve the world's biggest problem, hunger. Yeah. And everything else that comes around, Rico, you know what I mean. Like so, water. like you know, immigration. How do you? Yeah. Do you guys have anything to add, contribute towards that? As far as like the the rich one percent being like, ah, oh, no, we can't let the cathedral fall. We'll rebuild it, vis a vis. Well, it's the Christians who are hunger. donating the money, right? Well, I guess I, you know I'm just putting it out there. I'm not look. First off, too, I'm presenting the topic. I'm not sure how I feel about it yet, mm-hmm. but it is something of this concern on the it's web. It's pretty right safe now. to say it's the Christians that are donating the money, though, right? I oh mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I don't think like okay, you know, okay. You could be racist Muhammad if you want. Sending over yeah. racist. <laughs> yeah. Racist. Just, it, it is true. It is true. I guess that that is a, a statistic. But, it's but a that, shame that people are hating. Period. Exactly. That's a good way to recover yeah, that. I'll go with that. You know. I. This is the first I've heard of it. I don't watch yeah, much so news. So that's, that's what's going thing. on. And it's really weird. That's just been on my my mind lately. It's like... Uh, what cathedral? Notre, Notre Dame. Dame. Oh, or wow. excuse Paris. me. I always say Notre Dame. It's Notre Dame. Notre Dame. So that burned down, I think it was Tuesday, was it? Was it Tuesday? You sent me the text. Yeah, dude. Are you picking me up on this? Am I loud enough? Yeah, you're way loud enough. I got it on circle. Actually, you know what, Chick? Do me a little favor. See that top knob there where it says gain? Yeah, that one. Turn that clockwise maybe a quarter. All right, turn it down a little bit. Right there. That's the money. That's the money. Everybody's lying. Yeah, so, like, that happens. But here's the interesting thing, right? So the cathedral, you know, it's gone, you know, or at least the inside, and they got to build up the structure. But in order to build it back, they have to find oak that is similar to the one that was originally built with, which is 3,000 years old, and everybody knows how to build stuff like that. is no longer living, right. nor knows how to do that type of masonry wow. work. So that's what I was really more interested in than anything, was the fact that 
you can't, you know what I mean? You can't find these people no more because we don't build buildings like that no more. Hmm. So what's the, pa- what's the God past? What's the future? <laughs> I love it. I guess. God, I will, mean, God will send them. God will provide. Yes. God will provide. Does. I don't know. It's just been on my mind, though. It's just hmm. really weird that there's, like, nobody that, like, can uh, figure it out. I heard that maybe even the fellas here know Assassin's Creed, uh, they're going to use that uh, demo of the cathedral, actually, to rebuild because it's so well done. There's an uh, online gaming menu of it. Like, they really? built Yeah. So they're like, yeah, we could do it. Yeah, wow. the 3D. Uh, but, but let me yeah. get a little crazy for you here, okay? Yeah. The rebuilding of Notre Dame or Notre Dame or however you pronounce it. Notre Dame, I like that better. It's probably going to happen in some form, okay? And we all know it's not going to be the original Notre Dame, you know. Mm-hmm. But have you ever heard of the grandfather's axe paradox? I'd love to hear it. Okay, so Grandpa has an axe, right? Chops wood his whole life, has a kid, gives his kid the axe. Okay, mm-hmm. the kid chops wood all his life, has a kid, gives his kid the axe. Oh, Okay, his kid breaks the handle, mm-hmm. puts on a new handle to the actual metal axe part. Okay, has a kid, gives it to that kid. His kid grows up, breaks the actual axe part. Mm-hmm. So they replace that. The handle's been replaced, the axe head has been replaced, but it's still grandfather's axe. Yeah, but is it grandfather's axe? I don't know, man. Should I have an answer for it's this? A paradox. Sorry about mm. that, but there won't be a Notre Dame paradox, it just will be rebuilt. Yeah. We'll change the topic, you know, because nobody <laughs> wants to talk about this, you know. Nobody wants to hear about this. They're here for, you know, what's going on this weekend, too, as well. On 420. That's right. You guys got a big gig. Tell us about it. Yeah, so 420, we got us. We got Big Mind Band and Job People at Fieldhouse Center City. Music nice. starts 915. Should be fun. Let me ask you another question. How does this band begin? How does somebody say, hey, I want to make a band <laughs> called Itter Me Now? <laughs> So Joe is we were just talking about is that. definitely the mastermind yeah, behind this whole thing. We were uh, teaching next to each other mm-hmm. at Kip Du Bois Collegiate Academy in West Philly, mm-hmm. and uh, he was just like, "Hey, you want to like play reggae music?" It's like this is just math teacher that's next to me. I'm like, "Ah." Yeah, I'll play reggae music. <laughs> yeah, it sounds good. He was like, let's meet up before school. So we, No, that I, was your idea. Uh, maybe that was my idea. That was your idea. So I have instruments. I teach music in the high school, and our classrooms are next to each other. Mm-hmm. And uh, we meet up a couple so days So you, you guys are practicing in school? In yeah, school, yeah. 5.30 a.m. on Friday. The, that's the best origin story ever. Yeah. So we're uh, we're playing. I'm like, all right, this dude actually can play bass. He's mm-hmm. a good musician. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and I was, and so he was like, led the whole charge. He's like, yeah, we're called Ear Me Now. He had like the whole <laughs> business plan. He had a logo and like everything was set up. Actually, you were like uh, Mick Mars. Speaking of in the dirt, uh, I've been waiting a long time. I, just kind of, I was making it up as we were going along. Okay. Like, how about Ear Me Now? It seemed like he had the whole thing, yeah, like the vision. You did. You're a math like teacher, right? You teach math. Yeah. So you're prepared always. Yeah, all you know? steps. You got everything, the function, everything, yeah. every part of the lesson plan. Is prepared, and that's good. You yeah. want to be prepared. Actually, that it, I got to tell a story because it reminds me of that's this. Good. And we already talked about Justin Cohen, so I'm gonna bring him back. Yeah, up. bring him back up. So, eighth grade, he comes in with a notebook with a set list of original songs, a band name called Void, and the musicians who were in the band. It was him on drums, Jeff Rose on guitar. Ricky Meyer on bass oh, man. and Ricky me Meyer. on lead vocals. None of us knew how to play instruments, even owned instruments. Mm-hmm. None of these songs were real songs. He had the logo drawn out. 
you know, remember the screen printing shop? Yeah. We made like t-shirts of the band Void with the logo and everything. I remember you guys wearing them now. <laughs> yeah, it's ringing bells, dude. Like, uh, yeah, bef- right? before there was music or even like <laughs> anything. Before there was like the Walmart. Business was there crazy. was the Void. That's, <laughs> That's what's up, dude. Yeah. That is good. With a couple bands. Did you? Yeah. Well, did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. good though. Well, yeah, Mr. Angle, shout out to Mr. Angle. For yeah. the screen Angle, oh, he that, probably that still looks like he's the best. same, right? Yeah. He's probably exactly the same, doing the same thing. <laughs> Just like, yep, morning announcements, roll them. <laughs> that's funny. You know, yeah. I I subbed for him a couple of times, and his room is identical to what it was in the '90s. You know, this PW. Yeah. Not mm-hmm. well. This is the middle school. Uh, Excuse me, middle school. Yeah, colonial. I Colonial. grouped Wait, them all together. There? I I don't know. I haven't been there in years. I heard they're rebuilding it though. They're rebuilding and get get rid of that penitentiary look, you know. <laughs> so like practicing at school, man, that's the best. Like break is. When were you practicing? Early morning. Yeah. So the I was we were standing in the hallway, and we have to like break up fights out in the hallway. So yeah. we had to stand out there, and I was just like, "You want to start a reggae band?" He's like, "Yeah, let's do it." I'm like, "Great." And then and all the kids said, like were like fists together, like yeah. reggae bond. We <laughs> would not fight no more. Into like a Bob Marley song. No, but he's like, you were like the only day I can practice is Friday at five thirty a.m. Or 6 a.m. I like that, dude. Yo, we should have been in a band together because that's where I've always wanted to practice. Yeah. Let's get it in. You know what I mean? Like, let's get up early and do this. (laughs) Dude, you get your beats per minute up that early in the morning playing music, you're going to have a good day. You know what I mean? You could go to the gym and do that, but I mean, there's nothing quite like performing or Mm -hmm. practicing. And technically, if you are practicing, you should also be practicing performing. I think a lot of bands don't do that. They sit down, they're like, all right, what is it? G A D? Great. That's it, you know? No, nah, no more, dude. No, you're right. You know? You're right. But, um, and how many years ago was that now? It was four years ago you guys were like, yeah, let's Nothing. get this? Two years ago? Three, I think. Three, maybe? Yeah. maybe? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't want to do it at first for like a month. I'm like, yeah, yeah never mind. Always trying to get you guys to do Top of the World with Pocket Dial. Yeah, you know? sure it wasn't two years ago? <laughs> <laughs> See, that's why you've got the goods, bro. You've got the void, oh, you know? Oh, God, dude, it's not funny. Um, so what was your first gig ever, Dan? So I think the reason we stepped it up is because my buddy was looking for a cocktail hour performance. Uh, that's right. And I suggested mm-hmm. him and Mandy, mm-hmm. and you couldn't do it or something, and you suggested that we play as a tr- uh, like reggae trio, right? That's right. So Frank, we brought Frank Ewing in. Oh yeah, what's, what's this guy all about? Yeah, and then that was <laughs> who's Frank Ewing? That was it. Right? He's an alright musician. Yeah, he's okay. I knew from growing up. He only plays. Isn't like he one got like red hair and freckles? <laughs> I think. <laughs> nah, Frankie, I love you. Um, and then the band just formed. How many? We also have uh, what's his name? Jared, right? Jared plays mm-hmm. with you guys sometimes. Yeah. And Mr. Wood a few times, right? He has done a rotation sometimes. Twice, right? Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, so it's, yeah, it started with just us two, and then we added Frank for that gig. And then we basically were like, if we want to, well, I, I know I said if we're going to play gigs, like I want to play with guys who can really play, and so mm-hmm. we need to get money to play a gig um, so we can pay professional musicians. And we got incredible drummer who um, was like referred to us. He lives in Delaware but drives up. This guy Micah that just kills it. Wow. Um, and then this guy Chris Ashman sits in sometimes with us. Um, that's good. You guys have rotation of musicians, you know. Oh, and that's yeah. flavor to the band, and also a different type of excitement every time you play live, you know. Yeah. yeah. And our first, mm-hmm. what our fourth pickup was a student teacher that was working with. Yep. How many teachers in this band? It's three. Damn. So the trombone is Adam. Technically, a teacher too. Technically, oh, yeah. yes, he is. <laughs> He's a private. 
yeah, in the private sector. MK on keyboard for first year or two. So, you know, it came naturally to like start playing these songs. Like, yeah, I know you guys like reggae music for a long time, but uh, did you have like a song selection process? We're like, let's do Bob, let's do Peter, let's do Barrington Levy. Again, I feel like Joe is what, to be honest, like living in Hermosa Beach. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it was. Total vibes there, bro. June 5th, baby. It was, up the it side. was all reggae bands, and oh, I yeah. thought it was the corniest thing ever. But it got stuck like, in your vernacular. Especially like white guys mm-hmm. playing reggae. Yeah. And I can remember going to some of these shows just being like, this is like not right. And mm-hmm. just feeling like it was just super cheesy. So I. So I definitely had some, like, initial hesitation to the idea, but then, like, you play the music and you see how people feel yeah. and how I feel playing it, and yeah. it just, like... Yeah, how can, how can people... Not, everybody must love reggae music, right? Yeah, it just feels good, man. Right? It's just, like, especially in the My favorite thing is watching, you know, uh, I, I went to Jamaica on my honeymoon, mm-hmm. and uh, I did go see where Bob was buried, and, you know, I also stayed at, you know... Uh, a resort with a bunch of rich people and I love watching rich white people in particular dance the reggae music their bodies just do this like weird slinky motion yeah. where it's like kinky reggae you know what I'm saying like you it just gets s- these people like <laughs> moving like they would never Elaine yeah. Elaine from Seinfeld you know what I mean break. like those moves going <laughs> down the street yeah. um yeah crazy <laughs> completely right but when I was in Jamaica though I did uh, get a chance to hear a couple of reggae bands and it was uh it was interesting to to have their take. I actually participated in a talent show, nice. and um, they um, they were, didn't look like they were happy to be up there because it's just a part of their jobs, you know, like mm. playing, you know, that 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 night or whatever. They weren't playing their stuff per se, but they were excited when I got up there. And we hadn't rehearsed anything, and I laid down the, you know, the classic Bob Marley intro. It's like boom, 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 boom. You know that one? What's it called? Uh, Marley. What's he say? Bamale. Yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, no. And they were like, yeah, man. And like, we just went into like this like long jam. That's awesome. And, uh, Sounds like heaven. It was fun. Yeah, my wife got it on tape and uh, haven't seen it in a while. But that's when you, you know, truth be told, I used to over. watch it every day. <laughs> Sorry to cut you off. That's when, yeah, you, that's when you finally you can do whatever you want. art. <laughs> it is true. You know? I think some of the best art comes from places you would least expect it, right? Like practicing 5.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Like that's... That's that's key, you know. So you guys uh, got the big show on Saturday. You also like you were you gave me the the privilege of uh, hearing a new track, and like I'd like to hear about like what was the production of that? What can we expect in the future? Yeah, that was a it was a really unique experience. Frank actually set us up with that too. So, so what studio is that? So is that Monco, mm-hmm. um, Montgomery County Community College? Oh, yeah, they just yeah. had this brand new like state-of-the-art studio built mm-hmm. and david ivory who engineered um roots things fall apart and a couple of erica badu records mm-hmm. like some he's won grammys like he's running this studio at the community college and we were the first band to use it mm-hmm. um after it was built and yeah, frank yeah and frank set that up and it was just real good gear real good mm-hmm. rooms um we went in one day tracked three songs um jared wasn't able to make it so there was no keyboard that day and then uh, we went to frank's got a little basement studio mm-hmm. to track the final vocals and keyboard um 
And that was it. And then we sent it off to Connor. What's Connor's last name? Hansel of Wax Future. How many tracks you guys do? Three tracks. Oh, we got more to, more to be share. revealed later. Yeah. Um, let's play uh, the track that you guys sent me tonight. You guys want to introduce it? Uh, sure. So last June, I went to on a, I call it my Eat, Pray, Love trip to Spain, where I just went solo mm-hmm. for a week um, and traveled around. And part of the time, I, I drove up to southern France to a surf break called Beer Eats to go surfing. And uh, on the plane on the way back from the trip, I've never had this happen to me before. I wrote 10 songs Wow! on the plane, just like I, my hand like didn't stop moving for the whole ride. It was just like a weird out-of-body experience and this was one of the tracks that i wrote during that time um came back and showed it to the guys and finished it up here it is let's take a listen here on the bombcast saying it's got a great summer vibe you know what i mean like the whole time i was listening to it i was like this is not totally what i expected because i know you guys play the roots rock reggae culture mm-hmm. but this is like almost like its own sound this is the irminao sound you know yeah it it's funny the that sound yeah. i feel like was the sound i was going for had in your head on the with, plane well even like going back to oso like back in the day okay like i feel like i wanted that like bouncy like a reggae vibe like kind of a sublime like you said earlier sublime upbeat vibe and definitely like steve and gordon were more like rock straight ahead yeah rock and so 
it ended up being more of a rock thing. With, it definitely like, has rooms. like a, it's like a world rustic culture type thing. It's not really just reggae music in a way, you know? You can't classify it really. Yeah. But, you know, that beach and that place, that's the classification. It came from there. Yeah. So, I mean, we should plan a trip there, right? I mean, like, we should. It's an awesome place. If this song hits, right, you tell everybody, look. Yeah. We'll go fly you all there, yep. okay? We're all going to go to the beach, you know? Yeah. We'll and that would be the best, you know what I mean? Come on. If you check out the YouTube video that we put, yeah, like it, to was, see that. it was all shot from my oh, phone. Oh, the music video you sent me? Yeah, yeah I watched it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was all shot from my phone while I was traveling, and you get a good feel. Uh, okay, now I piece it together. Now I say, yeah. I wasn't sure what era that was from, because I know you had, you had traveled once um, here abroad, but never uh, over there. But, yeah, it's got a great feel to it. You know, I can't wait to hear the other two tracks, too. I mean, like, just keep doing it, you know? What's your favorite uh, cover song by Bob to uh, perform live? Because I've heard you do some obscure ones, which I'm a big fan of, and I'm just curious. Yeah, we both, just both added, of you guys. We've just added these two that are, like, that we had one rehearsal, yeah. and they were, like, my two favorite ones, I think, that we've done so far. One is Nice Time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that song is just feels so, so good, good. No. Yeah. and the horn line just comes in and it's just mm-hmm. right in its place and then um, yeah that's the one that I, I've been feeling a lot lately what about you Joe yeah I'm gonna second that so originally we played Satisfy My Soul yeah but we kind of went away with it because there was a lot of background and the different like random horn lines but uh, Hypocrite. Hypocrite is a good one. Oh, yeah. I've heard that in a long play. time, man. It's like the most recent mm-hmm. ones we play are like my favorite, I think. Soul I'm, Rebels are a fun one, too. That's a great one. Yeah. I'm that a big really fan of... That uh, to our sound, like the Definitely, rock, rock yeah. Tempo. That type of sound, too, is like that early reggae sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's more like ragaton, you know? I mm-hmm. think it was the proper term. Um, it's all the horns. Like, a lot yeah. of his later stuff, he got more into, like, rock yeah. instrumentation. He definitely to, did. Boogion, reggae woman, or, you know, even Trenchtown rock, in a way, you know? Like, yeah, uh, and the horns kind of, like, disappeared a little yeah. bit. For me, I really wished that, like, a bunny... It's almost time, buddy. You can talk loud. It's okay. You don't have to whisper. You can be here. It's 7.30. <laughs> Did you win your game as a Sixers? Uh, yeah. No. Uh-uh. Next time. Next time. You get we'll them next get time. Em. They're going to win well, tonight. I just so. stopped at one point. That's yeah. what you do. Yeah, yeah. You don't play the whole game? He never plays the whole game. Oh, really? <laughs> no? Why do you know the outcome? The Maybe you just win all the time that day. Yeah. You know? I can't, I can't stand losing. I can't. That's a good thing, though. So, yo, what was I just saying? Oh, the album Talking Blues. Yes. Really, I, yeah. I love that album so much, you know what I mean? Like, the fact that they were all together at that time, you know, Peter and Bunny, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I often wonder if that deal wasn't put in front of Bob in such a way that it excluded the other band members, what songs they would come up with in, uh, you know? in the future because they all went on to do their own thing you know I mean yeah. Peter with the you know no nuclear war and uh, legalize it really but I mean like I always wonder what it would have been like if they got back together you know it'd be a matter of time before they make a Bob Marley biopic now that we're getting biopics left and right I know I'm waiting for it right it's like, yeah I mean isn't it like I mean like you could just have the whole soundtrack be legend yeah you know well there was a recent one the Marley one that came out like two or three years yeah, ago yeah but that was more documentary I'm talking like a dramatic like uh, scripted okay. you know yeah. like, like Bohemian Rhapsody yeah got it got it, got it. Yeah. yeah 
So I mean, like, awesome. I mean, yeah, that I'd like to see. I really like to see Hammer of the Gods. I didn't play with this. Say that again, bud. Can I go outside and play with this? Yeah, if it's cool with your dad. Yeah, just to stay in the yard. Is that cool yeah. with you? Yeah. He's got the globe. He's going outside and he's playing. I like that. <laughs> he played the NBA and he's like, nope, going into the real world now. That's never happened on the Bobcast live. <laughs> and everybody's listening right now. I want you to know it still happens. Good for you, Dad. Oh, yeah. Okay. That, that kid likes to tell, play. Tell him to play, man. You got to get out there and play. Don't like sit on the couch and you know just consume. So one thing about the that early stuff. Um, yeah. The horn players all came from the same school in Kingston. Oh wow. I have a book about like that era mm-hmm. um and it's just really interesting how like there was literally one high school where that did ev- all that that every musician that played on like every early recording of reggae oh, music wow. all came from this one school That's and that was up. like the center of like the whole style of music was did literally they, this one they get credited or you just did this research and found that out no I've I've read I know, you know yeah, I, I yeah, teach the book, high yeah. school so yeah. I, I so you I tell like, your kids that too yeah I'd yeah, like to teach them about, about mm-hmm. you know stuff that I like that yeah that's the best part you know yeah. I miss teaching it's been uh, what do you think now my last uh, June was the last time I was in front of a classroom mm. so started mm. a new career it's weird to not be in front of a classroom daily you've got been in and out a couple times a couple times this last time though was the, the longest you know what I mean I was with him for three then I was with my son for a year and then I went back for a year and now I'm doing the oldies job over there across the bridge but uh, the one thing I can say about education is anybody that devotes their time towards that good cause you know there's a special spot in heaven dude because you know it's a tough job looking back in hindsight now of all the stuff I did Mm -hmm. like even to find time to start a band amidst all that good on you because you know we need more positive teachers in the world to help kids get over the adversity that they're facing today because it's a crazy world and I saw it you know because as you said I've been in and out public and private over the better part of maybe 14 years maybe and like I don't know man I just hope that everything is okay you know yeah, it's easy to get sucked into the negativity because there's just a lot of it. Mm-hmm. And that's probably true in any career, any job. Yeah. And I feel like, at least for myself, I show up every day with the intention of making music. Mm-hmm. And I get to do that. So it's like a blessing mm-hmm. every day. And these kids are super talented and are real into it. So That's good. Yeah, it's kind of... Cheat feels like cheating a little bit. Yeah, it's good though. Music. It's good. It's good when you feel good about what you do. Yeah. And you like math, right? Yeah, I like math. Yeah, I could see you being a good math teacher. <laughs> I'm not like in love with math. I'll say that. I do. My my joy comes from just you know the relationships. Exactly. Yeah, and that's the best part too. And like like you were saying before. I believe that's the freight, or that could be the R6, ladies and gentlemen. You have to <laughs> Google it and find out. Uh, the time is 7.32 p.m. Um, yeah, like uh, like when you wake up in the morning, you know what I mean, to go to work to be a teacher, you really can't wake up having a bad day. Mm-hmm. You got to be on your best foot when you get that's out right. there because it's just like your job is not like no longer like your responsibility to the kids is far more important than what you're going through right now because they're more susceptible to the world Mm -hmm. than you are Mm -hmm. you've already lived enough so you know what I mean yeah being negative dude pay the teachers 200 grand a year okay give them a lot of money Trump Mm. somebody do something get them (laughs) to be driving them Audis get them to be living comfortably so that way their state of living is so good that they're gonna show up and change the world right 
Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah. like, I don't want to, like, uh, put down, like, uh, anybody, but I mean, like, teachers definitely deserve more. You know what I mean? Like, in, in hindsight. And uh, it's just how we feel. Amen. You know? And, like, also, too, there's good teachers and there's also bad teachers. We could be real now because I'm not yeah, teaching you true. guys. You know, you don't have to. But, it, like, some teachers, man, should be removed immediately from their posts. Forget this warning stuff. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. There should be, like, some sort of test <laughs> that's not the praxis. Mm. Yeah. How about a personality test? Yeah, that's right. true. How about you get up in front? I think some school, schools do this now where they, you do, like, trial lessons. I think Narstown does that as well. But you know what I mean? Like, when you prepare a lesson, it's like me preparing a monologue for, like, stand-up. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, that's where I feel like yeah. musicians, like, would – there's, like, so many – Musicians in Philly that are trying to make it as musicians, I feel like all of them would be better teachers than. Yeah, right. Imagine that everybody in Philadelphia tomorrow, it's on the front page of the yeah. Philly Weekly. Quit playing your guitar. Get or play your guitar, but just also teach kids. Teach, yeah. You know what I mean? Like they have that. Like that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, well, they have that go get it. You know, you know, type of like you know behavior and like attitude. And, you know, I mean, like, I feel bad for musicians whose, you know, um, sole income is just performing, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when the, the gig stop paying as much or, like, a gig just cancels on you, mm-hmm. you know? You guys ever been canceled on? It's a not dissatisfying feeling. Not with this band, I don't think, right? Not with this band. I had the last top of the world canceled. Oh, uh, really? Because of a rain. It never mm. rained. Oh. But, you know, I can go off on many different tangents, but the, b- the bottom line is what I'm saying is, like, I think the teaching is probably the most, you know, esteemed of all the professions because your job is super important. Not just teaching, but also being positive for kids, you Mm -hmm. know? Because it's like showing them a new way. Because it's crazy (sighs) now, man, you know? Yeah, you can't walk in there with any baggage. Nah, man. It doesn't help anyone. And I hate seeing the stuff on the news, you know, of like all the school violence, you know, and like this thing in the news this week, this woman traveled from Miami, Florida to Columbine. Yeah, it was Because she was obsessed with the, I guess, the 20th anniversary of the the massacre. Dude, a a teacher, the teacher who teaches in Henley's room. Yeah. uh, The old math, is it a math teacher? She's not a math teacher, she's a science teacher. She was uh, at Columbine when it happened as a student. Wow. Oh, she was a student. She was a student. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, man. You don't like ask her about You know, it. I was thinking She's about that. She's talked about it from time to time. And really? it's like, it's pretty intense. It bothers her, yeah. Um, I couldn't know. That's why. I just can't believe that that happened. I remember, too, when it happened, just thinking, okay, that's just once once like you know in a lifetime thing yeah. it will never happen again I never thought it would become a trend you know what I mean yeah and like that's right when I was going to school like about to start going to school for getting a degree in education as well and I remember thinking that like nah that'll never you know make it to like you know colonial or something like that and then, then it happened you know it didn't happen in the night but there was a scare and there was an arrest and you know yeah, it's just she, a scary world just, you know the, that girl just killed herself yeah dude oh, they, they, also too like people like with uh, what is it? Uh, survivor's guilt? It's terrible. Mm. But yeah, more positivity uh, yeah. in the world. One way to get there is definitely by listening to reggae music. Mm-hmm. You know That's what right. I mean? Anybody we'll can put you in around. a good mood. You know what I mean? Um, have you guys ever seen the movie Rockers? No. Okay, so I highly recommend this soundtrack, Rockers. In fact, I think I could Dropbox it tomorrow for you, okay? Okay. It's got the best selection hmm. of reggae music you'll ever hear. Like, uh, it's just... I won't, Sounds familiar. I can't play any of it because of copyright, but look, if 
you love reggae music and you want something new, mm. definitely check that out, you know? Okay. And also, too, with Ear Me Now, where can they get the, the single? Can they download this? It's on, we're on Spotify, we're on iTunes, you name it, we're on there. I yeah, think. man. <laughs> YouTube. YouTube. What's the best, right? Which which one's the best, fellows? We're gonna, there, is there any youngsters in here right now? Levi, Jonah. What's the best way to listen to music? What's the best way to listen to music? Uh, Spotify. Spotify. There Spotify. goes Spotify. We got an eight-year-old. What did you do this morning to wake me up, or last night? What were you playing it off of? And YouTube. 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 Okay, so what you're saying is when you wake them up, you want YouTube, but then Spotify in the evening? Spotify when we're playing baseball out in the yard. Okay, I see this little transition. So it's the yeah. physical activities that require Spotify. <laughs> yes. Somebody out there at Spotify or YouTube should be getting this information and, uh, you know, really putting some consideration the, into this it. This is what Jonah did to me yesterday. Yeah, and, what'd you do, man? And this morning. Do you know that? Have you heard the, the country trap song, Old yes. Town Road? I just heard yes, today for the first time. I can't well, play it because of the country, yeah, but yeah. I, I think it's terrible. Mm -hmm. I think it's one of the worst songs I've heard. But these guys love it, right? These guys love that I don't like it. Nice. You like tor torture. And Jonah found a, on YouTube a 10 hour loop of it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. It's crazy no, those 10 hour that's loops. Another bad one. Yeah. So he, so he played it and was like. I'll turn it off when I can play Fortnite. Oh man! He's like trying to black me, and then woke me up this morning, blasting it out in the in the living room. My good. Yeah. What's the song called? Next morning, you know what? Nah. Yeah. We can play a yeah. snippet. We, we can play a snippet if you. Yeah. You who can get yeah. it on their phone right now? We can play like a short little blurb. See how it sounds. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna do much no, it for, you, for your podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, it's funny how like uh, my son. Uh, what was this song? There's a song that my son hated when I sang to him. It was. Uh, oh man, I forget when he was Gangnam a kid. Style? No, not that one. He was like a little baby. Uh, I can't stand losing. I can't. Not that one. I just sang that. I have to come back to it. You know. Sometimes you just throw it out there and see if it, you know, catches a fish. But that time it didn't. You know. Totally stoked though. You guys are playing 420. Uh, yeah. Can you get tickets online? Uh, you don't need tickets. It's uh, just a cover. It's a cover. Yeah, $10 cover for three bands. That's good. There's also a drink special from 10 to 12 and waves the cover. Yeah, what kind of beer they got there, by the way? They have like 40 taps. You name it. Wow. Yeah, it's a nice place. Well, I, you know, I really appreciate you guys coming in, you know, in such a, a fashion with such a great song that really blew me away this morning. Uh, I really hope that it takes off, and I look forward to hearing the other two songs. Definitely keep me in the loo for other shows coming up here. And uh, Ear Me Now, right? Anywhere online, get them on Spotify, YouTube. And when you really want to torture your dad, make sure you play it. Tell me the song one more time. All right, we're gonna get it, fellas. Thanks very much for coming. All right, thank thanks you. For, uh, Mick, thanks for letting me use the lounge. Appreciate it. Hear me Congratulations. Now. That was episode one hundred and eighty-eight here on the Bobcast. All right.